Husker Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. Hi, Brenton. Hey, Matt. How are you? Well, I'm confused, befuddled, interested, um, questioning that answer, I guess get, you could say. Let me get my thethorus. <laughs> my, my, I can never say thesaurus, so I say thethorus. I feel as though I'm being mocked, just because <laughs> I can't say a couple of words. <laughs> but um, let's talk about a word I can say. Which word? Market. Tell me about the market. What is it doing? That is such, that's the question that everyone is talking about right now because whatever the market is, it's different than it was three months ago. Yeah. And, you know, everyone knew what the market, like, well, I mean, even three months ago, what was three months ago? July. I don't know. I missed July. <laughs> <laughs> you were on vacation for five weeks. <laughs> um, so it's, well, you know, there's been a lot of chatter amongst agents about, is there a market shift? Uh, and on a lot of the private listing groups that we belong to, we've seen communications back and forth about properties that did not receive offers, properties that have had price reductions, properties that are still available. And, you know, we haven't necessarily been seeing those in a while. True story. We've been in such a solid, active seller's market for so long that any hint of price reductions, properties not getting offers on their offer dates, so on and so forth. It's just, it's, it's, it's different. And you know me, I love a good story, but I figured uh, even in this day and age, some, you know, statistics and facts might shed a little insight on what's going on. And so as I dug into uh, statistics from the San Francisco Multiple Listing Service, which has by far the best statistics for the resale market in San Francisco, the statistics and trends that it's showing do not line up with the statistics and trends that you and I have been reading about. And it doesn't necessarily line up with kind of this chatter, um, these lovely, interesting stories that everyone is telling to each other right now. So I guess the it is, is there a market shift or is it just noise? That's a really good question. And I keep seeing articles about inventory being at a seven-year high. Yes, statistics of doom. Statistics of doom. You know, sales are tanking and inventory is at a seven-year high and the sky is falling. And I might have made that last one up. But if you look at our numbers in the MLS, granted, that does not include new construction. Yes, so that is probably the, the one area that our multiple listing service does not entirely adequately capture, which is new construction. And in San Francisco, new construction is almost exclusively condominium. So single family stats are spot on solid. You know, there's the the off MLS, but we can even get into arguing that for agents that enter that as an off market sale. Uh, For condos, yes, it definitely misses a chunk of the condo market. It does. New resales. But, I'm sorry, not new resales. Brand new, first time sold from the developer uh, to a consumer. That, there's a chunk of that that is captured in our multiple listing service, but not the entirety of that inventory. True story. All right. So what's going on? Is there, is there a market shift or are realtors just storytellers? Maybe both. <laughs> um, correct. You know, we always get into 
kind of the the challenge here, which is the art and science of real estate valuation. And there is the analysis and the statistical side of this, but then there is also the soft feeling side. And I'm sure I just made a scientist or mathematician somewhere cringe, but homes are this very personal factor and there's absolutely an objective value that you can measure in a market. But our experience suggests that people always come to this with some type of subjective value as well. You know, like I'll pay more for a skylight in the bedroom or a south facing view with extra light or an open plan or, you know, these hard to kind of categorize so far, but I'm sure there's an algorithm trying to beat us at it somewhere. Probably so. So there, there is, there's art and science, which definitely influences this kind of that subjective, you know, idea of value, but also sample size. Yeah. We're not dealing with huge numbers here in San Francisco. I mean, when we're looking at Bay Area wide statistics, we're talking thousands of listings in San Francisco right now. There's about a thousand listings. Yeah. And it's also, you know, so number one, San Francisco just is a much smaller market. Our sample size is small. So when you have, you know, interesting things, you can, is it a trend or is it noise? But also all of kind of the stats of doom you hear about in the media are almost always not San Francisco specific. They are Bay Area, right? And the Bay Area is nine counties. Well, depending on like who you're asking, right? I mean, like like some will use a nine county Bay Area. I've seen some use like a seven county Bay Area. Some will use like the Oakland, San Jose, San Francisco census uh, tract area. Like, yeah. So coming up with numbers, try, trying to point to... Oh, I'm going to read an article and determine the health of the San Francisco real estate market. It's virtually impossible to do because you look at one that says the market in San Francisco is slowing down, but then you realize that that story is calling San Francisco the entire Bay Area, seven counties, nine counties, whatever. But when you narrow it down to just the city, it's a different story. In 2000, and then when you narrow it down to property type and neighborhood, it's quite possibly even another story. It's very likely a different story. You know, so while we can talk about a, a statistic for a Bay Area house, right? We can say the Bay Area median price for a home is X dollars. You and I can never, no matter how hard we try, ever show a person that house because it doesn't exist. Exactly. You know, what exists is a home for sale in the Castro or a condo in Hayes Valley or a fully detached single family home in Hayward, you know, but you can't buy this statistical thing. Yeah, because it's just a number. Yeah. Whereas like with other widgets and, you know, other products, you could. (laughs) True. So yeah, so statistics in real estate get, get interesting very quickly. So I feel like we have a lot of caveats here. <laughs> we do. I mean, and I think that I think the biggest one is if you want to know what's happening in San Francisco, make sure that you're dealing with San Francisco numbers because so you're not looking at the nine other eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one other counties in the Bay Area. You're looking at San Francisco. And then even beyond that, you know, if you're actively in the market, you're looking at property type and you're looking, you know, at what's happening in a specific neighborhood. Uh, you know, you may even be, you know, looking at a very specific building if it's a large enough building with enough, you know, resale volume at, at any given point. You know, so, well, yes, there is this statistical Bay Area real estate market, 
what anyone you know purchases or buys or sells them are all of these very dynamic micro markets. Yeah, because and, like you, you know, said, when all of the micro markets are rising, it's easy to say you know the market's great. But if there's you know a plateau or any adjustment, and all of these markets are no longer doing the exact same thing at the exact same time. That's different. Well, and it makes me wonder because we are seeing price reductions, and again, we didn't. I don't think we looked up that number, but we're we're seeing price reductions. We're seeing places stay on the market for a little bit longer before they go into contract. So yes, the market is behaving differently in a high level way. Take July when you were in Spain for five weeks, and I was here working. We I got some stuff done. You did, but. Yes, you were. You were awesome. Amazing. Oh, thank you. It was great. And you'll be doing the same in March when I'm in Europe. <laughs> uh, what was I talking about? Oh! <laughs> Your vagabond business partner. That's, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> so, a few months ago, we would see an occasional price reduction, an occasional property that didn't get an offer on its offer date, and people would be like, oh, that's weird, and then it would sell in a few more days. And we are seeing things take a little bit longer. So what I'm wondering about is, is the market about to fall? Is this just a blip with um, interest rates did go up last week? And, you know, they're saying they will uh, send them up again later this year. And that brings up another interesting point, Britain, which is all of the other times when we've been um, working in San Francisco real estate and we've been through a market shift, there's always been some kind of economic event that accompanies it. Exactly. So, you know, we've got interest rates that are starting to rise and, you know, the Fed says they're going to raise them again later this year. So I guess the question is, you know, could we have a, a major market shift without a major economic event? Well, could we? I don't know. I mean, I've been doing this 18 years. When we've had major shifts, we've had major economic factors that have um, had an effect on the market, like the 2008 stock market crash and the interest rates went up. And the, the day Lehman Brothers announced bankruptcy was the the day that, yeah. The day the music that died. Was a, <laughs> that was a rough day. That was the day that the, the iPod ran out of battery. It was, it was done. Yeah. <laughs> it took four years to recharge. Well, and I think about that period, properties still sold. People, I mean, people have lives and people get transferred and people have babies and kids go to college. People get married, people get divorced. In so fact. Life still goes on. In fact, more more houses sold on the downturn than in the last several years when we've been in these crazy low inventory situations. Yeah, because you know people wanted to, maybe people had made bad investments and they wanted to get out before they lost everything. You know, to your point, but I mean, I was just thinking about that, but you know, like we didn't start talking about the inventory crisis until we were post downturn. True. So interesting. So I'm thinking that this might be a great time for buyers who, this has been, the last few years have been a rough market for buyers, getting out bid, you know, putting in multiple offers before they're successful, or just some buyers have given up because they've put in so many offers and they just feel beat up. And so I'm thinking that this might actually be a better time than it's been in the last few years to be a buyer. And this little, I mean, prices aren't falling. It's just taking longer for things to happen. And so we're talking about price reductions, but typically what happens when we have, a, when someone does a, a notable price reduction is then the property sells for over asking, maybe not back to the original asking price, but at least close to it. So it's not like we're seeing the bottom falling out. We're just seeing things take longer. And 
And an adjustment in pricing strategy. Correct. Um, and it's also, you know, we just had a, a price adjustment on a property, a price reduction. Uh, and we actually got, a, you know, a question from another agent who was like, is the new price the new price? Because, you know, my buyers have been so beat up that if your sellers, you know, are just toying with them, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. And that's, and, and there are plenty of buyers that feel that way. And understandably so, because this is a rough market to be a buyer in. Yeah. So I'm wondering if this, whatever we're in right now, where things are taking a little longer and we are experiencing price reductions, maybe this is an opportunity for buyers who have been beat up to sort of sneak in and get something without going 20% over asking or having to compete with 15 other buyers. Could be It could be good timing. Although market psychology suggests that's not what happens. What typically happens is, you know, if one buyer sees that no other buyer is making an offer, they decide either there's something wrong with the property or something wrong with the market, and they don't want to be the sucker left holding the property, so they're not going to make an offer either. But it's actually, to your point, a great time. If you look at, you know, if it fits your life situation, the fundamentals are good. Um, exactly. So way to look at it. So I think whatever is happening, it's too new for us to say this is a trend and it's going to lead to X, Y, or Z. I think we just we have to pay attention, keep track of the numbers and the fundamentals, and then see if it's a blip or if it's a the beginning of a trend. So to that point, let's actually talk about some actual numbers here. And I want to dive in by looking at the number, uh, kind of, there's a couple of, a bunch of stats we can look at around the, the number of homes on the market. Um, and to the stats of gloom, uh, Socket Site, uh, a blog here in the Bay Area, published an article saying that, you know, the number of homes actively listed for sale has hit a seven year high and we're running 12% higher year over year, uh, and 30% above our, uh, 2015 number. Our stats uh, that we're working with out of the MLS go back three years, so I'm not going to address the 2015 number. But if we look at the number of new listings, year to date, we show us being up 3% um, over last year for all of the properties resales. Single family homes up 2%, condos, condo resales up 5%. If we look at pending sales year to date, uh, again, you know, we're pending sales are, are up, uh, for condos down slightly for single families up overall. If we look at sold listings again, it's up for condos down slightly for single families. So up again for the overall market 4%. Um, if we even look at actives, like our number, says right now we've got 1,065 active listings, uh, single families and condos, uh, which is up about 2%. Over September 2017. No, uh, year to date. Uh, you know, oh, 20, year to date. 2017, Sorry. year to date over 2018, year to date over 2017. If we look at monthly year over year, um, September uh, versus September, September 18, September 17, it's down 3%, right? It's 1,176 active listings. So I'm completely curious about where Talk at Site is getting their numbers. I'm, I'm just very curious. Um, but I also know just looking at other brokerages numbers that we, I can't even get two brokers necessarily to agree on the same set of numbers. So very, very curious, but all of the, these metrics around quantity aren't showing us a seven year high. 
They are not. In San Francisco. Nope. Maybe somewhere else. But, I mean, it's also fascinating to me that our number is higher, you know, almost 1,200 than his number or her number, 900. So, anyway, very interesting. Um, One of the other metrics that we can look at is kind of price and what's happening with price. So, if we look at sales price uh, year-to-date... The overall market uh, year over year, um, year to date is up 8% for single families and condos combined. Uh, single families up 17% uh, and condos up 6%. So everyone's talking about this horrible market. <laughs> but prices are... <laughs> that, that number doesn't show it, you know. And if we look at the percent uh, of properties that sold over the list price um, year to date, 2018 versus year to date, 2017, it's up 4%. 81% of single family homes <laughs> uh, have sold over list so far this year. 61% of condos. Wow. You know, so when you mentioned price reductions, it actually made me realize back when I was on the MLS and tech committee for the board and we were selecting our statistical product, we could select a set number of statistics to graph and track over time. And we did not choose price reductions as one of them because we generally don't have enough. Um, <laughs> so it's, you know, the data's in our MLS. It's just that we don't, we, we didn't run out of room. So uh, of all of the stats uh, agents wanted, that was, was not at the top of the list. Anyway, just a fun little aside there. Um, and if we look at the percent of list price received, uh, so far, year to date, um, September year to date over September 2017 year to date, um, it's actually up. Um, so far, both single family and condos, 107% of list price is the median that it's gone over with single family homes really being the ones that go over coming in at about 116% of their asking price on average in the city uh, and condos coming in at 103%. Um, and on a price per square foot basis, everything's up. Yeah. Uh, the overall market, uh, San Francisco County year to date comes in at $1,061 per square foot. And, you know, uh, you've got single families and condos trading around within those ranges, um, which is just mind boggling. So getting ready to talk about this today, looking up some of these numbers sort of poked some holes in some of the narratives that we've heard, um, you know, like, oh my God, there's suddenly all this inventory, even on brokers store today. Someone said to me, well, you can't see everything. There's too much on the market. And, but there's really not that much more on the market. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like we had a hundred fish in a 40 gallon barrel and, you know, you stuck your hand in and got a fish and now you've got the same number of fish in a barrel twice as big and it takes just a little longer to find a fish. <laughs> You're like, there's no fish. Um, that is the most bizarre fish metaphor I've ever heard, Matt. I don't know. Well, usually you're shooting fish in a barrel, not, you know. That's cruel. <laughs> well, I always thought you'd end up killing all of them because you'd shoot a hole in the barrel and all the water would drain out and then you'd have a bunch of dead fish. But I'm a literal person. <laughs> <laughs> thought that one through, didn't you? I did. <laughs> Unintended consequences. That's a whole other story. So finally, one less uh, analysis, uh, uh, one more metric we can look at is around time. 
So we've looked at um, quantity. We're not seeing this uh, massive increase in quantity. We've looked at our price metrics. We're not seeing this massive drop uh, in price. Finally, let's look at time. Um, is what we have sitting around for much, much longer? And the answer is... No, sir. Yeah. Um, days on market is, is actually uh, down year to date over last year. And month's supply of inventory, which is uh, a metric that combines... Both uh, the velocity of the market, looking at, you know, kind of uh, quantity over time. Are we in even a balanced market, Britain? Nope. A balanced market is considered six months of inventory. And that's just to restate how you, how you phrased it. The month supply of inventory is if the sales rate that we're seeing continued with the number of properties that we have on the market today, how long would it take to sell all those properties? And a balanced market is considered six months of inventory. And we're at, overall, we're at 2.4 months. So if nothing else was listed and the sales rate continued as it is, by the middle of December, everything would be sold. And all of the realtors in San Francisco would be out of a job. Yeah. That's another way you can look at month's supply of inventory. <laughs> This time before we're all working at Starbucks. Yep. <laughs> There's nothing to sell, so we're all out of a job. That's when we'll really have something to worry about. That would be a bad day. <laughs> all right. So that was the September market update. It was certainly not what we were necessarily expecting as we sat down to prepare for this. And uh, we look forward to hearing your thoughts. Um, send us an email. Give us a call. Shoot us a text. Thanks for listening. Escrow Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. 